1990, I decided that I was going to run for mayor of Chico, California. I had never run for something before. I've run away from a lot of things, and it sounded like a lot of fun. I knew the song by David Crosby that said, if you want to get elected, you have to cut your hair. But then I started looking at pictures of Washington and Jefferson, and those guys all had ponytails. So I kept my dreadlocks. They were down to my butt. I looked like George Clinton. The other weird thing was that my name is DNA. It's generic, it's genetic. I think it's important when you run for political office that you have a name that's easy to remember, and DNA is the best name there is for that. I'll admit it. In that first election, I was silly. When people would ask me what my platform was, I went backstage and I would lug out like a huge wooden platform that I had stolen from the loading dock at Safeway. I developed a slogan. I think it's important to have a slogan. My slogan was most politicians want to get into your pockets, but DNA is already in your genes. I had an idea for Chico. Let's dig up all the streets, fill them with water, get some gondolas, and we'll be the little Venice of Northern California. Over the next two elections, I honed my campaign skills. Then, in 2000, something truly remarkable did happen. I all of a sudden gained like a political awareness of how the election was played. I cut off my butt-length dreads. People seemed to really respond to that. They would say, hey, DNA, you seem to make a lot more sense now. What's different? I'd be like, I cut my hair. They'd be like, yep, that's it. As I geared up for the election process, a friend asked me why I didn't run as a Green Party candidate. I found out. Butte County didn't officially have a Green Party chapter, so I helped start one. And then I nominated myself for mayor. Now I had a horde of greenies by my side, and we set out to do battle with the two-headed beast called Democrat and Republican. And if I was Sir Lancelot, ready to slay the dragon, King Arthur was most certainly Ralph Nader. I like Ralph. I like what he says. And, like Noam Chomsky, I don't understand much of what he says, but what I do understand makes sense. And what sold me was the way the major media ignored him, because they were ignoring me too, so I felt like we had something in common. And then, as we started moving towards election day, we weren't getting much play in the media. So I staged a coup. We enticed Ralph Nader to stop in Chico. It would be the last engagement of his tour. Then came coup number two. I alerted the media. I said, a radical political group called Nudists for Nader were going to storm the stage at the show and there were just going to be nude people everywhere. Tell them that there will be nude people and you'll find yourself in a media frenzy. Did the nudists show up? Yes, they did. 15 nude people on stage with signs talking about Ralph Nader and the Green Party. And to top it off, I was scheduled to speak right before Ralph Nader. I was dressed in a green sharkskin suit, and most people didn't recognize me, and not to brag. All right, it's kind of like bragging, but it was the best damn speech I had ever given in my life. The room went nuts. I could hear people listening to the speech on the radio applauding. I would have felt sorry for anyone following my barn burner, but Ralph managed to get the crowd higher and higher until it felt like a Rolling Stones concert. At the very end of the show, with the national media waiting to see Ralph walk off the stage and talk about his last show in Chico, a woman from Chico who had made a plaster Paris bust of her breasts and painted them green 
ran to the stage to give a present to Ralph. He grabbed them, not knowing what they were. I jumped on stage, grabbed the breasts from Ralph. He was about to be shown nationwide with a pair of green breasts. The effect on the community was immense. Like, the Democrats were smiling, the Greens were smiling, and the Republicans, they were grinning. Because this trickle-down theory of a vote for Nader is a vote for Bush was in full swing. And while my 6,000 votes were 2,500 shy of gaining entrance to City Hall, in Butte County, uh, I received more votes than Ralph. Yeah, it was safer to vote for DNA than for Nader. Thanks to the fear factor, Nader wound up with a notoriously low vote count. After the election, I started going to Green meetings. Without Ralph to be the leader, the local Greens started swirling in their own eddies of confusion. And then it became kind of a general consensus that the biggest problem was my nudist for Nader stunt. People started saying that having nude people was no way to get a message out about an organization that was just starting. Then they politely asked me to leave the organization. I was kicked out of the Green Party, the only party I ever wanted to be a part of, the party that I started, the party that we brought Ralph Nader and had a bunch of nudists show up to, I was no longer a part of. I guess I'm just not a party person when it comes to political parties anyway. I'd rather be back home laying out the plans for the next election. And who knows, maybe next time I'll win. Thank you, DNA. Now, DNA is a freelance journalist, a novelist, and a stand-up comic. We're going to have a link on our website to his first book, Memoirs of the Messiah, a 98% true story. Our piece was produced by Mark Ristich and Pat Masidi Miller. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.